This is Gene Lance on the Workers' Beat. I got Kenneth Williams with me here because I think the government is out to get us. Kenneth, you're the head of the Dallas chapter of the, of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans. And I don't see in the news, I don't see the news reflecting just how serious the situation is for retirees. What do you think? Well, Gene, I think there's a tendency in our media to minimize threatening things that come from Republicans. So when Republicans start advocating really crazy things, the media says, oh, shucks, you know, they're just kind of kidding. They're just, they're just saying that. They wouldn't really do that. You know, you could see it when Donald Trump says he might not accept the results of the election. They barely talk about that. They're tripping over themselves asking Democrats, so when it comes to Social Security or kicking 20 million people off health care, because they kind of lowball expectations on these, they kind of treat these things like they're not serious threats. The public tends not to be aware of these things as threats until they happen, because they're not, they're not telling you every five minutes this is dangerous. You know, they might be telling you every five minutes that, you know, you know, Joe Biden, you know, he, he didn't look right today or, or, or Kamala Harris didn't say something. Right. I mean, they'll, they'll, it's like the email server thing. They, they didn't tell you about the, the Russian attack on the election, but they kept telling you about the email server. And the email server had no effect on your life. You know, yeah. and, uh, and this is the kind, same kind of thing. So Social Security, which they are defunding right now, Medicare, which they are defunding right now, and he has promised to try to get rid of the payroll tax, which is how Medicare and Social Security are funded if he gets elected. This is a serious threat to these programs, but again, it barely attracts any attention. I think one reason that people they're not conscious of it is because not all employers are doing it. In other words, some employers figure that Trump's going to lose this election, they're going to have to pay all this Social Security money back, all this payroll taxes back. And so they're taking it out and just holding it because they know that when Trump loses the election, they're going to have to pay all that back. Trump says that if he wins the election, he'll make it permanent. There will be no more collection of payroll taxes from employers or from employees. And so... Social Security and Medicare and Social Security for uh, disabilities will die on the vine, and so will millions of seniors if Trump is reelected and does what he said he's going to do. But some employers are still taking out the unemployment, ta the uh, payroll taxes. They're just holding the money. So some people don't realize it. Government employees, though, they realize it. They realize it because they have stopped paying payroll taxes, and their employers are not paying payroll taxes, just as wow. Trump or. Well, that, that's a that's a that's a serious threat to many working people because let us say that even even if they uh, Biden wins as we hope, and they have to pay the payroll taxes back, can you imagine 
you're an ordinary person trying to pay bills, and all of a sudden you get a big bill for payroll taxes oh, that you're yeah. not really expecting. And that yeah. that may happen to quite a few people. And, uh, and, and again, this is just going under the radar, no big deal. You know, it's just going to cause financial calamity to millions of people. Why talk about it, right? You know, so th this is uh, this is kind of what we're the environment we're we're facing. I I want to expand on the idea that they're out to get us. They're they're out to get us because we're seniors. And one of the one of the main reasons I think that is the cause of COVID. COVID is the number one issue in this election. It's the number one thing that's motivating this gigantic turnout like we saw today on the first day of early voting in Texas. Right. But they're not, they hardly ever mention that of the 212,000 Americans who died so far, 80% of them was us. It was seniors. 80% right. of the, of the deaths have been seniors. Well, look at, uh, Trump's attitude about COVID-19. First of all, he has a delusion that he's cured and immune to the disease, which which <laughs> just isn't supported by science. But if you look at his statements, the most dangerous thing he has said is he wants herd immunity, right? Now, her, herd immunity, or, or he, he misstated uh, the term. He didn't say the correct term. But in science, that, that refers to something you get when you've disseminated a vaccine to a certain percentage of the population. The way they have kind of, uh, kind of uh, uh, distorted the concept, they're just going to let a certain number of people die, and the people who are left will be herd immune. That, that's, oh, that, that's the way they want to do it. Not, that, that's, that's what they're trying to do. And in order to do this, you're going to get a much higher death rate. Right, uh, like Sweden, who a lot of people on the political right, they say they want to do the Swedish approach to COVID-19. They they don't want to do the Swedish approach to healthcare or the Swedish approach to retirement. So they don't want those, but they just like the idea of not doing anything about COVID-19 and just letting a certain number of people die. Well, Sweden has had a much higher death rate than comparable Scandinavian countries like Denmark, Norway, and Finland, they've lost a lot more people, and their economy hasn't done any better. In fact, it's probably done a little worse than some of those countries. So this is just a bad road to go down. But that's where, where Trump wants to go, and there have been estimates that this would cost the lives of approximately 2 million Americans to try to even try to go with this, uh, this herd immunity. And as you said, if 80% of the folks who've died already have been seniors, well, you know, what's 80% of 2 million? That's, that's 160, uh, uh, that's 1.6 million people, 1.6 million seniors. That would be, that's unimaginable. It's been apparent to us for some time that when people say they want to reopen the economy in spite of the COVID, they're thinking of younger workers. They think, well, the younger workers, they might get a little sick, but they'll get over it. And the older workers, they will just die. But who's going to miss them anyway? And so the, the cavalier attitude that this government has shown about COVID is not just a cavalier attitude about everybody. It's specifically a cavalier attitude about us, 
about seniors. Yeah. Let them die. Well, and and he's taking a hit for it politically. If you look at the the, the support among seniors, seniors are moving over to the Joe Biden ticket uh, because of this, because of this attitude he has towards seniors regarding COVID-19. And, uh, and this is putting Trump's hopes of winning Florida in jeopardy, because if, if the seniors aren't with you in Florida, it's really hard to win the state of Florida. But, but, he, but he, is, he is losing support among them because people always have to take this thing seriously. You know, there's, mm-hmm. no, there's no joke. There's, there's too many people who've already passed away. We saw his friend Herman Cain, who he uh, had at the Tulsa rally. They don't talk about Herman anymore. They say Herman who? Well, Herman Cain was sitting right there at the Tulsa rally proudly uh, bunched up together, no social distancing, no face mask, and Herman's not with us anymore. And, and that wasn't that long ago. The Tulsa rally was uh, June, June 20th. June 20th was the Tulsa rally, and, and now he, you know, here we are. And They've gone right on holding public events, even though it's extremely dangerous that they're doing it. I want to talk a minute about Social Security. Uh, we said that they're destroying Social Security. We already got that. We, we found out that the Social Security increase for this year is 1.3%. They did not tell us how much Medicare will go up. Usually Medicare eats up the entire raise uh, that, that Social Security might get. Social Security has a cost of living allowance in it. And every year we get a small raise if the inflation has gone up. Recently we had a year where that didn't happen. But this year inflation has gone up enough that uh, the, the Social Security is going to be 1.3%, and that will probably all go to uh, Medicare if, it's, if it goes as usual. But the Alliance for Retired Americans, the organizations that you and I belong to, have said, first of all, that 1.3% is not nearly enough. And also, that the formula that they use to determine the effect of inflation is the wrong formula. Are you up on that? Are you up on that argument enough I'm to explain it? That. Uh, I'm not up on that to the point where I'd be able to discuss that. I kind of know what you're talking about, but I don't understand the details well enough to really discuss it. I can give you, I can give you just a, a short version. Uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics keeps a record of inflation. Uh, it's just a percentage. And they do it with a, what they call a market basket of things that an ordinary person would buy. But there's several different ones of them because there's different kinds of people. The market basket for an average worker is called the Consumer Price Index W. That's consumer PCPIW for an average worker. And that's what they use to determine the raise in Social Security. But we are not average workers. Average workers don't spend a third of their income on drugs like we do. And drugs <laughs> well, go well, up ten times. They don't spend a third of their income on medication. Let's say that. Well, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on medication. Uh, yeah, that's and right. medications that's right. go up. 
medications go up 10 times as fast as everything else. So our yeah, inflation right. is a lot higher than it is for the average worker. There's another consumer price index called the CPIE, the Consumer Price Index Elderly. And that's what we want them to use so that the inflation that we actually have to live with is the inflation that they use to figure out the, the uh, amount of a raise that we get in Social Security each year. Another big complaint that we're getting from our organization, the, Texas, the Alliance for Retired Americans, another big complaint has to do with the so-called uh, big benefits that's coming from the Trump administration. He says he's going to give us $200. Now, that wouldn't even be a week of what we lose on Social Security if he continues his plan to take away Social Security. It wouldn't even begin to cover Medicare losses if he takes away Medicare. And then, to add insult to injury, the Trump administration is going to send a letter to all of the seniors telling them about the $200 that, that we're going to get, which is nothing but a campaign ploy and a campaign letter, and he's going to take the money out of Social Security to pay for it. That, that's, that's adding insult to injury. And that's another thing that the Alliance for Retired Americans has revealed that uh, is just completely disgusting. So the point that we're making is that they're out to get us, that retirees are the ones being hurt more by COVID and more by this economy and more by the, uh, uh, the way they're affecting our income and the way they're affecting our health care more than anybody else. So I think it's a fair thing to say that the administration currently in power is out to get us. Well, if he's not out to get us, he's doing a real good impersonation of what it would look like to be out to get us. So, so in the end, it's yeah. kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah cuz I, I think I think the thing with Trump, Trump is a guy, you know, he inherited a big fortune and then he kind of wasted it. And that's his pattern. You give him access mm -hmm. to anything and he kind of just his 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 instinct is to spend it down to get whatever he wants, whatever immediate gratification he wants, and he doesn't care about anything in the future. So if he destroys Social Security and Medicare financially today, and then it collapses two or three years from now, well, you know, well maybe he won't be in office, or maybe you know he can blame somebody else at that time. That's just his mentality. Everything is short term, and uh, but it, it it's a big threat to seniors. And uh, it, it, and, and the sure. thing he's doing as he goes on his uh, spread the virus tour throughout the country, I mean everywhere he's going. <laughs> He, you know, he, what, what is he doing? He doesn't wear masks. He's still encouraging, encouraging his followers to not wear masks. And they're all bunched together and breathing in each other's faces. This, this and, is going to be a disaster. Like, that's like a dagger pointed at the heart of every senior. And I know that these, some of these people that go to these rallies and things, they're thinking, okay, maybe I'll get sick, and maybe I'll get, maybe it'll be lucky, and it'll only be four days, like President Trump. But, but we would die. For us, right. it's life or death. And this cavalier attitude is terrible. 
Now, I want to say, I want to give some credit to the, tech, to the Alliance for Retired Americans, and specifically here in Texas, the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans, because we have fought for democracy. We're, we're, we're fighting in the courts even now. Uh, we tried to get straight ticket voting back, and we won that. Then they took it to the Fifth Circuit Court and, and took it back away from us. Then we tried to get... Uh, more places that people could drop off their ballot box, their drop off their ballots uh, when they when they're voting by mail, and uh, we won that for maybe two days before they went to the Fifth Circuit and took it away from us. And when I say they, I don't mean just anybody. I mean Republicans. I mean the Republican heads of the Texas government are fighting hard to suppress the vote in Texas. And they must be really sick to their, to their stomachs today to have seen these gigantic long lines on the first day of early voting in Texas. What well, do you well, think? Republican strategy right now is all about voter suppression, right? They don't have a set of ideas that's attracting a majority of the people. They have ideas that alienate most of the people. They're talking about taking health care away from people. People need health care. They need to get good jobs. They need higher wages. And Republicans don't care about anything uh, about that. They don't care about racial justice. They, they don't believe in science. They reject the science of COVID-19. They reject the science of climate change. And they are just letting people suffer with the consequences. But Republicans, I'm going to tell you something about this, and you got to remember this. They believe that they are somehow entitled to have power that they deserve to have all the power. And they are outraged and angry any time Democrats gain power anywhere. And so they think cheating is justified. And I don't know how far they'll go. Trump says he may not accept the results of losing an election. But this is where they're coming from. This is why they're up at night figuring out ways to make it harder to vote. Let's close the polling locations. Let's purge the voter rolls. Let's we don't want mail-in ballots. We don't want in-person voting. We don't. We don't want voting if your name changed. We don't want. We don't want college students to vote. They have so many different ways that they're using to suppress the vote. But I tell you, one of the tools they're using right now is they're using COVID-19 itself. They want people to be too scared to vote. That's why they didn't allow for universal mail-in. Uh, voting. There's no reason why the whole country couldn't just mail in their votes. We would have we would reduce the COVID-19 infections if we did that. They're trying. They're hoping people will be scared. But I'm telling you, I saw those lines. People are so motivated. They know they have to fight to get their uh, democracy back, and so people are standing in the lines. And uh, you know, it's, it's what we're going to have to do because we have to get this guy out of there. Let me, let me just ask you this by way of winding up. We've been talking about the effect that the, uh, this government is having on the seniors and on the senior vote. And you said a while ago that some polls are indicating that the Republicans are losing the senior vote in 2020. Do you want to go out on a limb and predict that there will be a, a big turnout of seniors and that it will uh, go against the Republicans? I, I know there's going to be a big turnout of seniors because I, I talked to a lot of seniors because of a couple of different organizations I'm in. Uh, of course, the Dallas 
uh, Texas Alliance for Retired Americans, but also I'm in some other groups with folks who are senior. And to a person, they are all firmly determined to get out and vote, all of them. And some of them have been using mail-in voting. Some of them said they want to go in person and do it. But everyone is doing it. Everyone is voting. And um, I, I think this is going to be, this is going to be a historic turnout. Okay, Kenneth Williams, thank you so much for talking with me about Texas. This is Gene Lance on the Workers' Beat.